In our last episode, after an uneventful night's rest, the three adventurers set off again, following Spike Jones towards the center of the forest. And on their way, they defeated an Ublex, who had been trying to lure them to their deaths. Our adventurers today are David, who plays Ichabod the Wizard. I've not heard anything about that. Where is this coming from? That's a first. <laughs> Kieran, who plays Waylon the Barbarian. <laughs> Rage is the butterfly. No. <laughs> Theron, who plays Day the Druid. I make small talk with the mouse for a little while. And our DM, Hazel. Um. No. Welcome, fellow travelers, to Legends of Chell. So, you guys have just faced the Oblex. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go back to following uh, Spike Jones? Um, did we take a short rest after? I am not injured, so I do not know. Uh, I think the Oblex did nothing to you guys. Well, just about. I guess that we can carry on. Yeah, I'm, I'm only down one hit point right now, so I'm fine. <laughs> I think you guys started out your day and then encountered the Oblex. Mm -hmm. Along the path, you start to see these cobwebs start appearing along the ground and slightly up on some of the trees. Cobwebs, you say? Mm -hmm. I turn into a spider and investigate. (laughs) Alright, make an investigation check. Or, I'd be fine with nature or survival. Okay, cool. You want to go with survival, because I'm trying to survive. Mm. 23. These webs are fairly old. You would guess probably a few months. Are there, like, some that are a little bit fresher? Like, is there a clear direction of, like, oh, these spiders are migrating to the west or whatever? Yeah. Um, As you continue along the path, Mm -hmm. uh, the webs continue to get fresher as you go along. Cool. Until you find yourself among webs that are quite fresh, and right in front of you is this giant humanoid skull embedded into this rock face. Um, It's big enough that you can stand upright to pass through its mouth, which you kind of assume you need to do because Spike Jones is just heading right for it. Oh, God. Hold on, Spike. (laughs) Spike will stop. (laughs) Do do we want to look for a way around or just go right on through? (laughs) Well, you know the old saying, Spike knows best. Is that an old saying? I thought of it yesterday. Let me make a history check. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) If that's what you guys think is the easiest, the most reasonable path, I'm fine with it. Probably be the fastest. If not the least dangerous. Okay. Never mind. We'll keep going, Spike. But did you roll on your survival check again? 23. Okay. 
you guys have decided to go on through the skull, but you do know that the webbing in this area is quite fresh, mm -hmm. and you can make out what you think is probably a burrow that a spider uh, lives in, right in front of the entrance to the skull. Hmm. You want to set it on fire? Actually, there's a lot more webs. The fire would spread really fast. We have to get the hell out of here. That's a bad idea. Damn it. I hate spiders. Is anybody attacking? If not, then I have an idea. Yeah, maybe it's the same idea I have. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm a spider. I can go try and make friends. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the idea. Friends. <laughs> With the giant spiders that attacked us frequently. Yeah. Maybe they'll stop attacking the town if we're friendly enough. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can uh, go along with that. I want to. I want to squish it. Okay. Just so you know, that burned my hole. <laughs> uh, you are a giant spider who yeah, lives true. in trees mm -hmm. and, like, maybe on the ground a bit. But you mostly hunt from trees and build webs, and this. Spider is living underground, so okay. you're clearly not the same kind so, of spider. I'm gonna get probably within like five or ten feet of the hole as a spider mm -hmm. and make spider clicks that go, Hey cousin, you in there? <laughs> make a persuasion roll. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> Eleven. You hear some clicks that say, Go away, this is my territory. We just wanna pass by? We? I got some friends with me. The spider is going to peek out. <laughs> I wave one of my front legs at it in a friendly manner. So you see this, uh, like, flap in the ground kind of open up, and you see this giant black and white tarantula <laughs> peek its head out. Kind of looks like this. Cool. See, it's a different kind of spider. <laughs> I can't respond to the conversation that just took place. <laughs> I don't. Let me check. I don't speak spider. <laughs> he looks out and says, oh, you've brought me a snack. I sigh in spider. Um, <laughs> and I say, but they're my friends. I don't want you to eat them. We will protect ourselves if we have to. The spider is going to crawl out of its burrow. And it is bigger than you. Uh -uh. I'm a giant wolf spider. I'm smaller than the spiders that were attacking the town. Hmm. <laughs> the spider is bigger than the spiders that was attacking the town. <laughs> anyway, it's going to come out and let's roll for initiative. <laughs> Day. 16. Waylon? 9. Ichabod? 22. Be that way. <laughs> Are Spike Jones or Marcon joining the initiative order? Spike Jones is not. Uh, Marcon, yes. Okay. Uh, 14. So the tarantula has uh, made its intentions known. <laughs> so uh, Ichabod, you may go if you would like. All right. I will say have a little fire, scary spider. <laughs> and cast Scorching Ray out of the circlet blasting. Ooh, I did not a good start. Uh, 14? 14 just hits. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then the 8 probably misses. Ooh, but that's a good one. 19. 
uh, 15 fire damage. It chitters in pain. You see its eyes kind of blink closed for a moment before opening again. And that will bring us to Day's turn. Okay, I am going to drop my spider form because like I obviously can't fight this guy like that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and I will cast Thunder Wave. Constitution save. Six. Okay, that, that doesn't make it. So it's going to take ten thunder damage and get pushed back. Up to you if it gets like pushed down into its hole or just away. Just away, I think. And that's it for now because I'm looking something up. Okay. <laughs> so Markon's turn. Markon is going to cast Major Illusion, pardon me, Major Image, and create a large, fat, juicy fly about slightly smaller than the spider itself right next to it. It's clear the fly's wings are broken. And it can make sound with this spell. So it's going, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> My goal is to distract it. <laughs> maybe, maybe see if it can lose its attack or at least grant Waylon advantage. Okay. As an action, it has to make an investigation save to determine its illusion. But that, oh. that would happen on its turn. Mm. Okay. So either way, it has to use an action, right? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it could just choose to oh, ignore, to ignore it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, since um, <clears throat> it is surrounded by other enemies yeah. and food, a uh, helpless fly is tempting. But yeah, okay, so uh, what it's going to do is it will look towards the fly and salivate. But it is surrounded by a bunch of enemies right now. So it is going to take like its back four legs and start kicking um, at the back side of its abdomen. And you see this like cloud of uh, hair just fly up into the air. So it is using a uh, special attack that it has called Urticating Hairs. It kicks these sharp barb-like hairs off its body into the air. Uh, it surrounds the creature in a 30-foot radius. Hmm. And uh, these hairs last for four rounds. So I need all of you to make a dex save. Anybody lower than 11? I got an 11. 15. Okay. 16. 11 is good enough. So you all make the <clears throat> Oh, I should make four... For Markon. Uh, 19. Alright, everybody succeeds. So that is uh, six piercing damage halved for all of you, and six poison damage halved for all of you. Oof, delightful. That, that hurts. And it is Waylon's turn. Okay, well, we're gonna start by raging. Uh, <laughs> and then closing the 30 feet, since I took that damage too. And um, make a reckless attack. Ten. Roll a two and a three. Ten misses. Uh, all I have to do is roll a seven. Oh, Waylon. <laughs> so Waylon uh, rushes forward with his scythe, and as he's moving forward, he's. His mouth just gets filled with these hairs, and he starts coughing oh. and hacking, and can't concentrate well enough, and the spider can easily get out of the way. 
And that brings us back around to Ichabod. Oh, I enjoyed it so much, I gotta do it again. I am going to touch Markon and cast Dragon's Breath on him. Mm. I'll give him, um, let's do lightning this time. That should be fun. <laughs> and, okay. and then that's a bonus action for me to cast it. So as my action, I'm going to cast a um, cantrip acid splash. And so that's a DC 13 deck save. Eight. 18? Mm-hmm. All right, he takes, let's count it up, zero damage. Zero damage. <laughs> All right, I can, I can take care of that for you. So your bubble of acid just goes flying past. Day's turn. I am going to summon my hawk spirit totem, mm. which will allow me to be granting advantage on attacks as we move forward. Oh. And I will cast... I don't remember what day's cantrip is. Produce flame. <laughs> I miss. Uh, does the advantage apply to that attack? No, I have to spend my reaction to oh, give okay. it to a person. Okay, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So your uh, hawk totem shows up. Yep, it starts flying, flying over around. us in like a, a circle, helping you see better, I guess. Basically, yeah, it gives you advantage on perception checks as well, but I don't think we really need that mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> And then your attack misses, and we are on to Markon, the lightning-breathing fairy dragon. That's the one. Uh, Markon will uh, put himself, fly over, and into a position. First as a bonus action, will turn invisible, and then fly over and put himself into position and breathe lightning on the spider. It's a DC 13 deck save. Six. All right. Um, that is 10 lightning damage. The tarantula's legs quiver for a moment and it chitters angrily, and it pounces on the fly, (laughs) and tries to grab it and pull it into its burrow with it. What did you say the save for that was? Investigation. It's an investigation, Uh, 13. Investigation is intelligence? Yep. So 11 minus four. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Understand why it has not crowd the spider uh, or fly rather (laughs) it tries to grab the fly and drag it back into its burrow but its limbs just pass right through it it chitters angrily it's going to attempt to flee so it is going to uh, move away not towards the skull or its burrow but into the forest so uh, anyone who is in melee with it, which I know is Waylon, gets an attack. Oh, double 19s. <laughs> which one do you want? Uh, the blue one. No. That, uh, that will hit. Um, so that's 12 damage. It's still 12 damage? Yep. Jeez. <laughs> Let's see. It brings it to minus 47 out of 41 hit points. Ah! So, uh, <laughs> You take this spider and you cut it down. Sweet. I just cut off like half of its legs as it tries to run away. (laughs) Rolls over on its back and it spasms and the four legs that are still there just kind of curl up like dead bug's legs do. Well, that was interesting. (laughs) And we're not even in the cave yet. Damn. Those hairs are probably still around, though. Oh. I'll wave my hands like this. (laughs) 
they get, they get, they get <laughs> covered in barb-like hairs that stick in and deal quite a bit of damage. Um, yeah, I actually am going to do that and have you guys uh, roll that saving throw again. 20. 9, 13, and E, 7. 13 makes it. The 7 does not. Um, so it is 7 piercing damage. So for people who take the full amount, it's that. And for people who do not, it's 3. Oh, it's also 7 poison damage. Uh. Um, and people who are filled are also poisoned for an hour. Oh, that sounds like a good time to take a short rest then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously injured and at disadvantage for everything. <laughs> uh, well, it's, 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 it's free for some things because of your, your hawk. That lasts one minute. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Markon is down. Oh, no! <laughs> so, uh, dead or unconscious? Unconscious. Okay. You guys can uh, attempt to stabilize Markon or feed him a healing potion or touch him with healing stuff. or mm. uh, I, I can... I would, yeah... <laughs> Because I can hear heal myself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've used the hand, my healing today, so uh, we'll do that. And he'll get four hit points back. Okay. Like, damn. Get up, man. It wasn't that bad. Now, we've still got those ten berries that are still good for today, right? Right. Uh, I've forgotten about those. Yeah, we could die instantly if we accidentally get the wrong one. Basically. No. You got rid of the bad ones. You figured that out. Oh, Okay. So we had ten of them. We had ten total, yeah. Okay. So just for starters, I'll pop one in. Okay. Me too. And is it one per berry, or is it more than that? It was ten hit points. Oh, oh ten hit points per berry. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you for remembering that. I wrote it down. I threw away my stats for the Golthias tree. I so. wrote down it. They're super things. good berries. <laughs> so I'm taking one. Day, are you taking more than one? I'm just taking one. Okay. Well, I'll roll a hit die. Yeah, and, and I'll spend a hit die. Are you going to use any of the berries? Uh, I'm going to hit die before and see where that gets me. Okay. Yeah, I'm good now. I'm just five down. The berries are only good for a day, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Might as well. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, I may I as well like take one. I'm works. still going to get... And we are definitely taking a short rest, too. Did you do a berry? Yeah. Well, okay, so we're down to seven at this point. Yeah, but I'm back up to 54, so... Good grief. It also removed a disease if you have one. Oh, too bad you're poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're just poisoned for an hour? Yeah, just an hour. Okay, so I feel gross for an hour, and then I go like... That's the that's the short rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I say, okay, <laughs> we can keep moving. <laughs> I'm better now, I think. Well, you know what? We have them. I'm using them. <laughs> Here, Mark, I have one of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw all of my hit points in one go. It's great, Barry. <laughs> Was there anything interesting in its burrow? Uh, would you like to inspect its burrow? Sure. This is going to go great. I'm going to you out if you get stuck. My friend's going to make the fly walk around. <laughs> <laughs> and make it start, do a little dance. Start to sing. Is that an investigation? Yeah, I have investigation. nature. Would be good. But I don't know if that's actually going to help me find anything. All right, plus zero, let's go. Six. <laughs> Six. So uh, you open up the burrow, and it's a fairly small 
hole, which I say because it would fit the spider and not much else. There are some bones of various creatures down there, uh, but you don't see anything of worth. All right. No humanoid bones or anything? No. Not that you see. Okie dokie. I'm not going to sift through animal guts. Let's go. So into the cave we go. Can I do a ritual detect magic on embedded skull? Sure. That's a good idea. (laughs) Right. That's just a thing. That's just a thing. You just tell me if it has an aura. It does not have an aura. Okay. It is not magical. It is not going to chomp down on you or anything, though. That would be really cool. (laughs) Should have thought of that. Well, that lasts a good long time. You want to you want to swing it into the burrow as well. So I'll look in the burrow too. Kick it open. Okay. Look around down there. Yeah. So you look around in the burrow uh, for anything magical. It's thirty feet. You detect a, a faint magical aura. In the burrow? Yeah. Oh. It's very faint. Hmm? I'm gonna check it out anyway. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> okay, you find a pair of glasses. Ooh, specs. They've got, uh, they're red and then they have these black spirals going <laughs> around them. I put them on. Okay. <laughs> so all you can see through them is uh, everything turns a reddish color. Mm-hmm. And the black spirals are kind of blocking your view. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can definitely tell that they're magical. Uh, you just think they probably require attunement. Let me try identify on them. Okay, yeah. Are they x-ray specs? They are. Nice. <laughs> Ooh. You also find um, next to the specs a gold pouch, which has uh, ten gold pieces in it. A gold pouch, like a pouch with gold in it? Yeah, it's, or like, like it's, it's a money pouch. It's okay. Purse. You said ten? Yeah. Mm, add that to the old personal funds. <laughs> so here we go. X-ray goggles. <laughs> when worn by a creature attuned to them, these goggles allow a creature attuned to them to see through objects. A cross-section of the item is revealed to the user, allowing them to see the structure of the object. It does not allow them to see through walls or doors, but instead shows the interior structure of these items. These goggles don't really see through anything, but are pre-programmed with illusory cross-sections of objects. For example, looking at a tree will show a cross-section of a tree. Looking at another tree will show exactly the same cross-section. If it is an object that the goggles do not have an illusion for, they will replace it with something similar in shape, or if very different, black it out completely. So, Dave, you want these? <laughs> I mean, that seems like something for, for team pranksters over there. <laughs> I already have eye things. I think they'd look really good with Wayland's hat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Walking disaster. <laughs> I like the idea of the nerd barbarian. <laughs> um, hold on. Um, excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to go raging on you now. Big tall hat with like tentacles coming down, like X-ray goggles, and carrying this carrying a scythe. Yep. Just because you have them doesn't mean you have to use them. I know, but I'm thinking even if me holding them might not be the greatest idea. I, I might have three things that require attunement because uh, there's the helmet. I didn't attune to the sword. This. I'm actually attuned to three things. Doesn't do. That. And I'm attuned to the the frost cloak, right? 
I think so. So yeah, that would be that would be three ticks. <laughs> All right, I'll hold on to it. it. You give it to Marka. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of great fun with them, might be a little big for Markon. All the better. <laughs> hey, I think you should maybe try to take a closer look at my amulet of revivification. Because if Maeve had been in that tower, what if the nightmare was some kind of indication? Hmm. Okay, I mean, do we already know about the amulet? Uh, I believe you did try to identify it at some point, but yeah. I think I think you cast identify to get the. You know, to tell us that it was the amulet of revivification, but I don't know. I'm having second thoughts because <laughs> Maeve was there and I had a weird nightmare. <laughs> what if she cursed it? No, I don't know. Yeah, you uh, you identified it as yeah. the amulet of revivification. Mm-hmm. Oh, she seems to be an actual uh, competent wizard. She could have cursed it or something. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws, but well, if it's if you think it's cursed, you can take it off, but I don't think that we can do any better than we've already done with it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about you weird magic people. <laughs> do you feel cursed? <laughs> I, put, I put my hand on his forehead. <laughs> you seem fine to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> let, me, let me tap your knee there. Ha. <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> It's a little step, a bit of a step down to get in, because you have to step down from the teeth to get into the, the skull. I don't trust it. You're making a face at me. I don't trust it. There's something, like, it was creepy, but fine. And then you're like, oh, by the way, you have to step down. Do you well, want to you know, do that? the ground kind of comes up. You can see a little bit of the teeth, but it mostly comes up to the top of the teeth. And to mm-hmm. get to the other side, there's a bit of a step down, is all. Also, the entrance is kind of covered in cobwebs that you have to get through. Whaling can go first. Fine. <laughs> Whaling goes first. I've never said that phrase before. The story of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so, Whalen pushes through the cobwebs, uh, steps down on the other side, and it is dark, but there's plenty of light among you guys to be able to move forward. And you can see that the path continues along the skull for a little while and then there is a tunnel in the back that goes slightly down and curves around so that you can't see uh, very far down it i'm sorry i was taking notes and i missed a lot of that mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a tunnel there's a tunnel yeah. okay okay i have if it's dark I assume I'm going to have a flame just so that I can see a okay. little better. So you're following Waylon now? I'm following Waylon. Okay. And nothing happened to him? I'm following nothing Waylon. Happened. And uh, Mark and I will go in after day. So you guys are all standing in the uh, skull, and uh, Spike Jones starts moving towards the tunnel. Okay. Here we go. Let's follow Spike. So you guys follow the tunnel along, and it seems... Definitely to be trending downwards. And it is not very straight. It wanders wherever it feels like going, I guess. (laughs) It seems to be mostly a natural opening. Okay. It does not look like it was carved, as far as you can tell. And as you go, you start seeing lichen appear on the walls. It starts to get damp and 
a little chilly. Fungus starts growing out. All kinds of different colors. Mushrooms start appearing. Can I get everybody to make me a perception check? 21. Okay. 20. Considerably less. <laughs> okay. So Waylon and Day, you're watching and you see this weird, gross looking fungus. It looks like this. It is white and it has these bright red gel-like blobs on it. It looks like it's bleeding. Lesions. <laughs> and you all see that fungus. You've seen it. It's pretty creepy. But you two see one that looks like it's moving. Slowly crawling along the ceiling of the cave. Like it looks identical except it's moving? Yes. It is um, It's longer. It's still fairly small. And it's kind of undulating. Uh, what have you got? You got 21? 21. You can kind of see that it has these little tendrils along the sides that it's slowly moving forward. Yeah, kind of like a centipede or a millipede or something like that. Um, you might want to burn that. I think I will. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna throw my, my torch at it. <laughs> okay. You know, my produce flame. All right. Make an attack. I've missed. I got a four plus something, but that's not... Uh, ten. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> There's a moving mushroom. It seems, it seems like fire was a good plan. <laughs> Your fire oh, goes up. And suddenly Ichabod blind. <laughs> <laughs> Your fire goes up and hits the ceiling, and you see it stop mm-hmm. as the fire burns similar-looking mushrooms around it. And then it slowly moves around the burning area, giving it a wide berth, and continues moving towards you guys. Hmm. So it didn't react other than avoiding the burnt area? Mm-hmm. Now that that's happened, can I see it? Or? You can see it. Okay. They pointed it out, yes. Stupid things. Mm-hmm. What if the x-ray goggles know what this looks like? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that looks like the inside of a door. <laughs> looks like the inside of a cucumber. <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll summon my light cantrip just to make sure the human, the, the people without dark vision can see. Yeah. If if nothing if nothing happens for a round, I'll bring my fire back and sort of look at it like I don't trust you. <laughs> so it's just sl- like how fast is it moving? This mushroom. Uh, let's see if I wrote that down because I did not make it an official stat block because I did not have time and was lazy. Uh, it's fairly slow. Let's say it's about a ten. Okay, so pretty quick then. <laughs> like, how far down the tunnel do we see it? He said it's windy. It's probably about 40 feet away, so uh, 10 and 10, 20 feet away now. Okay. I'll keep taking pot shots at it. Okay, make another attack. Another failure, that one was a three. Okay. I'll do the same with uh, Acid Splash. Okay. Uh, that's a DC 13 deck save. Roll to 17. Jeez. Minus four. <laughs> your acid splash and your flame go up and you've misjudged it a little bit and you hit ahead of where it is and it stops reevaluates and then it starts slowly turning around and it starts moving the direction that you guys are heading alright instead of towards you it's moving away hmm. I still don't trust that thing I still think you should burn it I'm gonna throw fire at the stationary one. 
uh, like for practice. Okay. Make an attack. Natural 20. <laughs> uh, so there is a stationary one there, and you hit it, and it burns. Okay. And these, like, hot red globules just fall down onto the ground. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and run the force across the the stationary ones to see if if that makes the the globules drop also. Okay. Uh, so you do that and it seems to vary. It depends on the force and the angle that it's going at. And you see a couple of the mushrooms just fall off. And you see a few of the gel-like uh, bits kind of fall down. Can I make a check to see if I've ever heard of these things before? Uh, these particular fungi? Okay, yeah. All right, nature? Yeah, nature's good. I should have done that too. So do it, yeah. Natural one. <laughs> Roll a two. <laughs> so that's a, that's a four. I got a 12. Yeah, uh, none of you are uh, familiar with these fungi, either the stationary ones or the moving ones. Do we want to try to just move under it and past it? Or do you still want... I still want to burn it. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I'll I'll keep. Can I can I just like keep going and yeah? You'll eventually hit it. Yeah. Can I can I take twenty on this one? (laughs) (laughs) You'll hit it. Um, One hit does it. Okay. Uh, It will burn up. Does it scream or anything? No. Okay. It'll it'll burn up and uh, uh, fall from the ceiling. Cool. Land with a plop on the tunnel floor. Okay. I bring my flame back into my hand and give Waylon a thumbs up. A burning thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I see what the problem's been. I've been shining the lantern on the ground. I <laughs> focus it up there on the ceiling. Uh, and then we continue on looking out for more hazardous fungi. Okay. Uh, You continue on, and you do see, now that you're looking for them, you see these things up above you fairly regularly. Mm. Are you going to continue burning them? Um, Druid can keep burning creatures that she knows nothing about. Right, exactly. (laughs) When uh, when Ichabod was using his mage hand, did it seem like he could, like, pick them? Or is is it not strong enough? Uh, Are they heavier than, than that? Ichabod was investigating the stationary mushrooms. Uh Uh-huh. True. Yeah. So uh, a few of them fell off the ceiling whenever the hand brushed over them. Uh-huh. Uh, most of them stayed up there. Okay. So I'll point out the next one that we see and go, can, can you try and grab it with your mage hand? Like, I don't want to, like, they might be okay guys. <laughs> just like the tarantula. But hey. If it had been just me, I think the tarantula would have been fine. If you guys could all turn into spiders. <laughs> You know, like normal. Yeah. I'll learn polymorph one day. <laughs> well, uh, Ichabod might know somebody who knows polymorph. <laughs> Very true. Like knows polymorph and has 10 hit points. <laughs> 14, I'll thank you very much. He's a utility box. <laughs> Once we spot another moving one, I'll cast Mage Hand and and try to pluck it off the ceiling. It has a maximum weight of 10 pounds. 
Okay, and it has no strength score or anything, right? Right. Can you just roll me a d20? Yeah. Uh, 11. Okay. Your mage hand reaches up and it tries to grab one of these things, and it grasps onto it, and it pulls it, and you see the tendrils are kind of resisting. They're trying to keep it held to the ceiling. But your hand does pull it off the ceiling, and you're holding it. What is it doing? <laughs> like floating in the air? Yeah, it's, it's floating in the air with its tendrils. Its tendrils are moving, trying to grasp onto something. You actually see them all. You see them all stretch out a little longer than they were before, like trying to reach up to where the ceiling is. But they don't move up very far. They just stretch out a bit. Okay, I take my normal spear if I still have one. I think I do, and I take the back end of it and I poke it. <laughs> you see it. Uh, flinch. It kind of like jumps up off the surface of the hand a little bit before resting back down. Okay. I say hello in like animal talks. It's a plant. It's a plant? Okay. Uh, or whatever a fungi is. It's a fungi. Yeah, fungus of their own thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're closer to plants, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're closer to actual like bacteria because mm-hmm. they're one. Well, some of them are one that's so. Okay, it is it is only beasts that I can talk to. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the fungi in the book are listed as fungi or if they're listed as plants. I think they're listed as plants. They're listed as plants. It's inaccurate, but I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Introduce a whole new monster type. <laughs> Biology's weird, man. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> We've proven one thing. I give you the platypus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any spells that let me talk to plants yet. Okay. So, so it, does it like cling to the spear at that point, or? Yeah. 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 While that's happening, I'm gonna try to scan the ceiling for other ones of these to see if they're reacting to this one being down here. Uh-huh. If they're either moving towards us now, in other words, change the direction they were headed, or if they're continuing to man- meander around. They seem to be just moving like they were before. They don't seem to have uh, taken any notice of this. Give me a perception check. That is unimpressive. Eight. Okay. Nothing else. So as it's clinging to the spear, I like slowly and carefully push it towards Wayland and say, Poke it. (laughs) (laughs) I dare you. (laughs) I really don't want to. I want to know what it is and I can't talk to it. I want to know if it's going to hurt us. It's very frustrating for me. I don't want to kill them. (laughs) Fine. He just pokes, gives it a good poke with one finger and sees what happens. Uh, Waylon instantly dies. (laughs) (laughs) Poke it with one finger and one of these tendrils wraps around it and it is barbed. Ow! It's like wrapped on your finger pretty good. Ow. And is it like trying to poison me, or is it just just no. it's just a little sharp? It's just a little sharp. It's you know it's got little barbed tendrils so that it can hang on to ceilings, mm. and has wrapped one around your finger. Oh, it's not very pleasant. But I like this idea of Waylon bursting into tears, <laughs> <laughs> and I just gingerly unwrap it. Okay. Okay. That, well, that, that really sucks. that really hurts too. Well, I'll give you one point of damage. Okay. <laughs> Fine. All right. Well, those hurt a little bit. <laughs> I poke the the bleeding red lesion 
looking at Like, if, if anything's gonna hurt us, it's gonna be that, so. It bursts. And you have weird, gooey, red stuff on your finger. <laughs> okay, so living but harmless. Good to know. Well, it doesn't seem like you'd want one climbing on you. Yeah. So, I'm still unsure. <laughs> I mean, if it looks like they're getting really... Are you unsure in the sense that you want Waylon to continue poking and prodding these no, things? No, I'm unsure in the sense that I don't really want to just indiscriminately kill them. But I also don't want to walk underneath one. Let's right. put this back on the ceiling and Waylon stand underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll just... Um, if they, Day with they, her clipboard. Here's right, now lick it. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you should be doing. Uh, no, alright, so then I guess we'll just continue on and scorch them if they if there starts to look like there's too many of them. Yeah, I think that I'll wait until they like decide to fall on our heads and a few start attacking. Them, yeah, a few of them by themselves I don't think are an issue. It's just if like the entire hallway becomes flooded with them, well, we shouldn't walk into it. That seems fair. <laughs> So what are you doing with this one that you have captured? I'm gonna. I, can I reach the ceiling? I've still got my mage hand. I'll lift it back up and and hold it until it's able to reattach. Yeah, it reattaches to the ceiling. It lets go of your spear, and <laughs> reattaches to the ceiling with those tendrils after it's got a nice secure footing elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it continues crawling along the ceiling. Okay. If it's just going about its day, I don't want to bother it too much. So you're moving along, and if one drops on top of you, you're going to do something, but otherwise... Basically, yeah. If they seem more threatening at any point, I'll start doing... I'll start hurting them (laughs) before we get to them. But for now, I think that we'll be cautiously optimistic. Okay. Yeah. So you guys continue walking. These things wander around above you and do not fall on you. Great. As you continue onward, you see some that are more yellowish colored, and their their red bits are darker. They look harder, more brown in color, more firm. And those are moving uh, much slower than the other ones. That rings a bell. I can't remember if it's your campaign or another one that I'm in or one of my own. The change in color. It was in this one. It was when we were exiting the uh, tower. Yeah. Good memory. (laughs) I do not know what anybody is talking about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I believe you. We were going out the the back entrance of the uh, keep. The old castle. Okay. That we found Maeve's initial research into the giant chickens in. What was changing color? Fungus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's a fungus in these campaigns lately? Continuing to be cautiously optimistic. Okay. <laughs> uh, nothing happens with these. Um, and as you continue on, you see more of these and fewer of the white and red ones. Until eventually you see one that's a really dark brown and the spots on it are, are almost black. And you see it crawl towards a group that look exactly like it, except they're not moving. 
-hmm. and it stops just on the edge and doesn't move anymore. So we're in like a creepy mushroom graveyard? Mm. Something like that. Okay. Or something's killing them. Can I do a nature check and see if I think that this is part of their life cycle or if this is like a corruption of some sort or a disease? Yes. 20. So you don't really know much about mushrooms that appear to be alive. Mm-hmm. You know, in a moving sense. But you know of uh, various other mushrooms that do kind of change coloration as they get older. So I think it's probably natural? Yeah. Alright. I did some weird research. I, I <laughs> saw a lot of tabs with mushrooms in them. Thank you for listening. Legend of Chell is an Orc Zone production made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. Join us at patreon.com slash orczone. To learn more about the players and their characters, head to orczone.com. <laughs>